Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. This program is about unsolved mysteries. Whenever possible, the actual family members and law-keeping constables have participated in recreating these events. What you are about to hear is not a news broadcast. The night on Unsolved Mysteries, a Charleston chew, a caramel candy not of this world, was consumed by a middle-aged man named Daryl Wilson. Nobody saw him eat it, and yet the foul horror that came out of him has devastated the minds of all who have witnessed it. We'll also examine the case of a child by the name of Peyton Bennett's, created from the soul of a long-dead father pulled from the nether realms. His memories are locked away inside an artifact, shaped like a bowl. And in the township of Balls Deep, a once popular sport which drew crowds of thousands mysteriously loses all their fans seemingly overnight. Did the sport become too boring, or was it ghosts? Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. More of a loose D&D podcast, if I'm being honest, about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll bard dad of the group. This week's Glenn Fact... We've been seeing a lot of fan art about Glenn's body recently. <laughs> uh-huh. and I want to talk I about Glenn's... Tattoos. Oh, mine's a tattoo fact. Oh, okay. Well, that's actually synergy. That's good. All right. Synergy, man. Yeah. All right. Glenn has one tattoo. It's uh, on the tramp stamp spot. What is it? I'll let you, dear readers, decide with your fan art. Yeah, we're not saying what it is. What cowardice is this? That's not a fact. That's a hole where a fact should be. Yeah. That's synergy. That's a that's a big sin. Fill it in. What? No, it's a tramp stamp that says it's like sin. like a Christmas ivy. It says sin, yeah. It says sin, and it's Christmas ivy. Yes, yeah. I was about to say, it's sin, but in like that Noel font. Like, I thought you were going to say it was like mistletoe, like, you got to kiss my butt. Ooh. Which means that every like time you've that. been mooning the Omega Dads, you're like. Who says it's his only tattoo, Anthony? That's true. He just did. Me. Oh, did yeah, he? That's true. Well, I, this shows you how much I listen to That's part of my dad fact. <laughs> you guys know that I would get a tattoo of like anything, right? We've established this before, that like I, no, I, like, no. I have so little regard for like my humanity and my personhood and my body that I like probably would get anything tattooed on me. Poop emoji. Um, uh, guy, we do a video game high school logo. <laughs> <laughs> my God. All right. Hello. My name is Matt Arnold. I play Daryl Wilson, a stay at home coach dad uh, who turns into barbarian when he enters the Forgotten Realms. Daryl absolutely loves fireworks. Oh my God. Fireworks. Fireworks. There His we favorite go. loves bootleg fireworks, love getting fireworks anywhere he can. The kids. Come to Daryl's house on Fourth of July because they know he's willing to sneak out at nine o'clock at night. Is Daryl the, the fucking guy who's been setting no, off Glenn fireworks is. every Glenn twenty minutes? One hundred percent is the guy, though. Glenn and his man is one hundred percent the guy who the does guy. it at like July first on random times of day, just because Daryl's the guy who's been prepping for three weeks to make his own fireworks show. That's gonna be better. Um, one of the things he loves to do is I don't know what they're exactly are called, but they're like these like balls that go flying out, and he can put them in like big tubes. Yeah, flying fizz balls. Yeah, flying fizz balls. Is that what they're called? 
called? No. Okay, well, uh, him and his friends always called him the Big D, and he just thought it meant Big Daryl, but it's like, you know, you're holding a big phallic thing, so all the kids were running around talking about the Big D, and Daryl got in trouble with all the moms and other parents because he bought them all fireworks and making dick jokes. So. Homeowners Association really clamping Darryl's down. Daryl's been banned from fireworks for the last couple of years. Dang. And it really depresses him. Is he locked in a fight with the local Homeowners Association? Like they're like saying like, Mr. Wilson, you cannot have any more displays. Mostly the Doodlers Parents Association or whatever it's called. Boosters Club got pretty mad at him. We needed this dad fact back when we had Odyssey sign because then we could just do that. You've been storing all of oh, your fireworks shit. in the Odyssey. Odyssey son. I feel like, oh. wait, is nothing but sparklers now for him. Is the Doodlers Parent Association like, I don't know. I, I try not to think of what's possibly going on in the outside world while we're in the Forgotten Realms, but I feel like, yo, <laughs> maybe like somebody has sent the police after us or some all these missing kids and stuff. <laughs> it's only been like a couple, a couple hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Eventually yeah, they will sorry. almost certainly send cops and assume that you all just kidnapped your own children <laughs> and your horrible, horrible dads. Damn. That is the adventure when we come back is that framed. we are framed for kidnapping our own kids. <laughs> and that's why you don't defund the police, guys, because who's going to go oh, after four lost dads in the Forgotten Realms? Oh. Who's going to go after them, huh? All right. Let's hear your dad. Riddle me that, liberals. <laughs> who's going to go save the dads if we defund the police? If you don't defund the police, the podcast will end because the police will pry us out of the Forgotten Realms. Um, uh, hey, everyone. I, I'm Will Campos, fun liberal. <laughs> Uh, uh, I play Henry Oak, uh, hippie druid, rock and stock and Birkenstock munching, crunching, hippie nature. Ooh, new wave, dad. new wave, doing new that. wave, new way, new dad, new me, new dad. Fact about Henry's tattoo, uh, which is also a tramp stamp. Is tramp stamp okay to say? I, Probably not. All right. Like, <laughs> uh, fun fact, uh, dad fact about powered woman tattoo spot. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure they're not talking about, like, the Charlie Chaplin type of tramp. Yeah. So. That, well, th that was the, where the, it the came tra from. Charlie Chaplin tramp would just be in the Hitler space of your face. <laughs> <laughs> Henry's empowered woman lower back tattoo spot uh, tattoo is of, um, he went in to go get the peace sign done, but he wound up getting the Mercedes-Benz logo. <laughs> And because the guy fucked it up and gave him the Mercedes Benz logo. And then, but he was like, well, well no, it's okay. Cause it's like, it's Mercedes O Garcia, right? It's about you, babe. Like, and he tried a to pull that for her every time she pegs you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my yes, 100%. But the real reason that Henry doesn't get it changed is because it hurt too much. So he's like, cause he can get, he can very easily get that extra line added to make it a peace symbol like he wanted, but it hurt like yep. a son of She's a gun. She's Mercedes and, and she bends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was very, very good. Next level pun. Thank you. 10 out of 10. I've been sitting here thinking about, like, what's another version of Tramp Stamp that, like, this empowered woman would be cool with. And I think yeah, I'm just, like, fine with Tramp Stamp. Hi, I'm <laughs> Beth May. <laughs> I mean, you've already told us that you're literally willing to put any tattoo on your body. So Yeah, this is good because I was having a hard time coming up with a Ron fact today. So I won't say a Ron fact, I'll say Beth fact, that I would definitely at some point in my life get a tramp stamp of tramp from Lady and the Tramp and he would be Aww. like sexy. And he's got a sexy dragon stamp like on his lower back. Like it's like tramp stampception. Yeah. <laughs> the Germans call them Arschgewei, which means ass antlers. I that's love so that. much better. That's so ass good. antlers. All right. That's right. That's, that's Henry's ass antlers. Because, that's like, great. Sexually strong energy. You know that muscle thing that is called like stripper dimples? Yeah. The thing above your butt? Yeah, yeah. Like the thing that I've always wanted, but like it's the v never for had. Your butt. Yeah, yeah, it's just your butt V. But like to have just anything in that area called antlers, oh, I would love that. That's very powerful. Let's it do is it. Powerful. So, uh, I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your daddy. Uh, I have sort of the opposite of a tramp stamp because I have a surgery scar on my front and Holy I was looking shit. at it. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. I got this big old scar. I'd never consider myself your a kidney surgery. cool scar. Yeah, for my surgery. We get and it. You're an amazing person, Anthony. He brought it up. I was just saying I have a scar. It could have been from anything. It could have been from fighting a bear. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is so hardcore. And I looked at it a little bit more, and it kind of curves upward on the sides. So it kind of looks like a left parentheses or right parentheses, like put on their side. Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. But then I looked even harder, and I realized my belly button kind of looked like an eye. So it just looks like I have a smiling cyclops right above my dick because of the way that my <laughs> it scar sounds works. Like you so have a 
C-section scar. <laughs> it's very C-section. Quite similar. Yeah. Now when I look at my uh, my abs, I was for the briefest time felt masculine and proud, and now I'm right back to where I was. You know what that means is we need a picture of that scar, and then Freddie will Photoshop into an icon for our Discord, and that could be the winky face icon. Nice. Is, the proximity <laughs> to Pube Town is way too heavy for me to ever give a picture. Hold on. Good thing Manscaped sponsored the podcast. That's nice. true. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Anthony. Just to be clear, so it's like a little smiley face curl. Yeah, it's a basically it's a scar. It's a little smiley scar above my pubes. Could you please have across it, why so serious and a little joker? <laughs> <laughs> like, like a joker thing. Anytime oh, I'm shit. about to have sex, I will immediately make myself not about to have sex by saying, do you want to know how I got this scar? It's all oh, part so of the plan. <laughs> Every girl I sleep with, they tell a different story. They all contradict. Oh, no. Oh, man. I, That's why I'm always smiling. <laughs> Let's put I, a smile also, on that face. I got surgery on my stomach too, where I got my abs surgically removed. And so now I don't have to think about having abs anymore. That would be my surgical scar. The last time we were in the Forgotten Realms as a family, Aaron O'Neill had just taken Hayden and Daryl aside. Daryl had invited Grant, but Grant didn't want to come because he's sad. And Aaron basically laid out that the Supper Bowl that you had just won, which was supposedly going to be the anchor that keeps Daryl and Peyton and Grant locked in the Forgotten Realms and unable to return to our world, that it's actually uh, fake. Daryl just said, Peyton's my dad, and Henry and Ron had classic stinger reactions. Those classics. Yeah, we were really funny. Oh, God. Daryl raises an axe and brings it down on Peyton's head. Okay. Much like the Highlander. You, okay. <laughs> you absorb all his power. Yeah. Yeah. There can only be one. So Wilson. you're slightly less powerful. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, Henry. I mean, I mean, not literally my dad, but. He's your. Was I just. I'm very confused. So Peyton's your dad? How does that work? Because he's my no. half brother. So you're Ron's brother? Oh, man. Absolutely not. Well, I mean, I've never had a brother before. So this is just. A, it's an honor. You know, I, I look up to you. You still I think, don't. You still don't, I'm, Ron. I think, like, my, I'm probably older than you are because uh, I know more, but you're taller than I am. So it is like you're my big brother. Like, this is something that I've thought about ever since I heard about camping. This is just, I, I'm so excited. I really wasn't the biggest fan of you in terms of the other dads. You're kind of like number three on my list. But now, Whoa. I mean, you're my brother. You're not, you're not a dad anymore. You're my bro, bro. I hold my hand up for a high five for Peyton. And as I do so, I say, that means Peyton and I got another thing in common. We both fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah, my yeah. mom? Or are you talking about my Carol or my mom? Your mom, Daryl. <laughs> your mom. Your mom. I, your I fucked Carol. You're with your Bob. I feel like Daryl. <laughs> yeah, never mind, bro. I'm just, just sharing some brotherly humor, bro. I didn't actually fuck. I, I got that. Carol. Um, Look, guys, we could all raz Daryl later about who dorked his mom. But feels like a weird thing to to raz <laughs> me like, on I right feel now. Like we've got a I big bombshell on us. Like, okay, so I don't I don't understand. How is Peyton your dad? Uh, so while you guys are discussing this, Grant comes over just so he can understand the way the plot works as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like plots <laughs> happening over here. Hey, uh. hey, Grant. Let's all just sit down. I just sit down on the grass. Crisscross applesauce. Oh, I love that. Everyone form a circle. We got to play Duck, Duck, Goose? Uh, no, no. no. Peyton, they have Duck, Duck, Goose in this world? How does Duck, Duck, Goose work in the Forgotten Realms? Well, you first you take out your knife. <laughs> nope. I take away his knife. <laughs> God damn it. I'm your, I am your father, and I get to decide whether I have a knife or not. As long as you're living in my house under my roof, I get to have a knife. And Grant goes like, wait, what? Yeah, Grant, Sorry. Yeah, okay, so maybe um, Aaron will have to come back and explain it if I don't do a great job. No, Aaron's around if you want her to oh, join Oh, okay, the- well, Aaron, you <laughs> just you know, you know just let me know how I'm doing explaining all this. Uh, so it appears that this trophy is not actually the anchor. It's actually Peyton. <laughs> Peyton does finger guns. Yeah, yeah, that's right, which means we'll have to destroy him to get back. Oh, my gosh. Let's just uh, put that off to the side for a second, put a pin in that. Um, the trophy or Peyton? Uh, Peyton. And the other thing is, it appears that Peyton is still Peyton, but he has my dad's soul in him, which I'm still kind of dealing with on a whole theological level right now. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, that but, seems uh, like that would violate some core tenets of your religious beliefs. That's a lot. I don't think there's anything specifically in, you know, Airbud esque, like nothing specifically in the Bible saying a soul can't be in somebody else, but <laughs> it definitely no isn't that quite what I've been. can't be in the child. <laughs> <Just definitely soul. laughs> John definitely the Baptist <laughs> flipping through the Old Testament. Ain't no rules says it can't happen. <laughs> but definitely different than I would imagine. So, Aaron, tell me if I'm right. If we destroy the anchor, Payton will suddenly, like, get the memories of my dad like he'll become yeah my dad in an actual you know mental and who are we but the collection sense. of our experiences and our memories am i right yeah unfortunately glenn has a good point um <laughs> nice. yeah no i assume when willie brought your dad's spirit to this realm he locked away the memories somehow and that if you destroy the trophy those will be unlocked and he'll remember who he was he'll still have the memories of also being paid and he'll just sort of also remember that he was your dad for you know 50-something years. Well, that sounds great. That sounds like a win-win, you know? You sort of, yeah, yeah. you got the best of both dads, so Yeah, to speak. I feel like you love Peyton, you love your dad. This feels like a win. Metaphysics, I'm not sure the metaphysics, though. So will Peyton cease to exist? Yeah. Will Peyton, like, be both Peyton and, what was your dad's name, Daryl? Frank. He'll be both Peyton and Frank sharing Frank the same body. Frank and Peyton. Body. Frankenpaiden. He'll be I the Frankenpaiden. Frankenpaiden. Well, does Frank, your your dad, does he look like a 40-pound 8-year-old? No, not at all. He, he looks like a strong 220, 6'2", perfect man. Yikes. I get you're just describing me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, I just cannot imagine what the prep for Anthony must be like, thinking that's like, what if Anthony has to role play both an 8-year-old and an old dad dude? <laughs> like, man. I mean, that's what I have to do. <laughs> as per usual i get all the accolades for a job that a woman has been doing the entire time (laughs) oh man okay this is a lot but and this is maybe the weirdest curveball we've had thrown at us yet on our adventure so was Peyton like a pre-existing kid and then he had these soul memories like shoved into him or is paid in like a construct i don't quite understand how that works aaron kind of gets a grimace on her face and she puts her hands on payton's ears and Payton's like what are you doing what are you doing and she goes uh payton's not a like he was never a real kid he like he's basically a homunculus made of confidence and urine that uh that, that really <laughs> well, urine that's why he doesn't pee remember he that's absorbs it he into his body pee? he absorbs all of his pee uh, Holy <laughs> shit, he was telling the truth? As the Velveteen Rabbit teaches all of us, real isn't how you're made, it's something that happens to you. And I, I think th- there have been a lot of terrible things that have happened to all of us that I, I would describe if I were uh, cool with slang as real. That's you're right, right Ron. Ron. It does sound like that regardless of what the metaphysical implications are, there's just a couple of questions we have to answer right away, which is, should we destroy this thing that's supposed to be the anchor, this bowl, or should we just hang on to it and kind of worry about the Frankenbaden situation later? There's also the element of like, I'm just thinking about this now, but like, what's my dad going through? Like, was he dead? Like, was his soul, you know, in heaven? Like, yeah, how the- is he sucked out? Like, is he torment? Like, what's going, how does, Aaron, like, how's the soul work? Like, what's, is he torturing? Like, what's happening to him? I strongly doubt he's being tortured. If he just took your dad's soul, put it into a kid, and so the soul is pure and unburdened by the decades of memories that he had when he was in your realm. Okay. So his soul is pure. It's fine. It's in pain. His memories were separated from him and put inside this trophy. And I mean, Aaron, I'll be honest, this- Aaron. If you don't know the answer 100%, you can just say this seems pretty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just want to, I just, I hate letting you guys down when you have all these questions yeah, because you look seems so like we're lost. In, we're in some big existential kind of stuff here. I don't know if any of us really know the answer. I mean, if anybody knew the answer of what happens after death, I mean, so it's okay. I think I'm we're all saying kind his of, soul's right there. Like, if you want to see how his soul's doing, like, look at Peyton. That's how his soul is doing. It's there. So you're saying that Peyton is the purified soul of Daryl's dad trapped in a piss boy. <laughs> well, you don't even Henry, call I couldn't have put it better boy. myself. Could not have put it better. Um, Peyton's like, I mean, I kind of like piss boy. It's got a ring to it. I don't mind it. I mean, Peyton's, Peyton, you're awesome. You know you're awesome. But we're all aware of that. I mean, <laughs> he's definitely nothing like my dad. I mean, I guess I didn't know my dad when he was eight. But Yeah, your dad could have been a real Bart Simpson of a dad when yeah. he was not a dad yet. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe it's time for all of us to not have a cow about this. And... <laughs> uh, Daryl, I guess this is really up to you here. Do you think we should destroy this bull or what? I mean, I think... 
boy, guys, I sure have the luck, right? <laughs> I was going to eat Grant's skin, and now, like, I got to kill Payton. So, like, we <laughs> looks like we're just going to have to push that one down the hill a little bit and figure that one out. There's got to be some <laughs> magic shit for that. Uh, excuse my language. but It does sound like we should do a little bit more sort of investigating I and mean, maybe talk to a philosopher of some kind before we make a decision. Look, this is a magic world. Maybe there's a Pinocchio loophole where we can extract your dad's soul and turn Payton into a real boy. I mean, right? Like, yeah. that's gotta well, be Peyton's something a real you boy. Do. I was gonna say, I no, think in I, terms... Oh, what? I mean, like, he's a homunculus. I mean, he's a he's a DH. He's a... I cover Payton's uh, ears. The word you're searching for is cool. He's a cool homunculus who was created, right? So maybe there's a way we could make him his own person and maybe, like, extract your dad's soul. Like, that's what I'm trying to get. It's like Pinocchio, yeah, yeah. like, as a puppet. You gotta pay the toll troll to get out of my that That might be a thing, I guess. Uh, to me, it feels like... Aaron, is that a thing? I mean, it clearly is because it's what Willie did to your dad in the first place, essentially but it's an incredibly powerful bit of daddy magic. You guys don't possess that kind of power. I would wager that other than Willie, nobody possesses that power to do that. Hmm. But if you guys get some more daddy magic on your side, who knows what's possible? Maybe if we leveled up every now and then. Yeah, I think once you guys leave this area, you'll probably level up. I get that feeling about you. <laughs> well, I'm related to Willie, so let me just try to figure it out. All right, so I'm going to use my daddy magic here as a stepfather and uh, I'm gonna just put my hand on Peyton's uh, shoulders here. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, babe. And then I, I'll say, uh, frankly, my dear, I don't have a Frank. Roll Arcana with disadvantage. Okay. That is a 10. So with a 10, uh, you can tell that uh, you, you just did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> of all the dads right now, I would say you probably have a higher than average amount of daddy magic because ha! of what you and Terry Jr. have accomplished, but it's not enough to really do anything with just the power of wishing on Payton right now. What a conundrum. Well, look, I feel like we need to keep our eyes and ears open for a way to solve this Payton problem while we continue with our quest, right? And we're taking this bowl with us while we figure this out. Yeah, we could wrap them both in bubble wrap. Payton too? Yeah, because they're both kind of fragile. I mean, if what you're saying is right, Aaron, and like, you know, my dad's not suffering or anything like I, I don't know. You know, honestly, I don't even think it's a decision an eight year old boy could make. No offense, Peyton. Not take it. I, I don't think we need to destroy Peyton's brain right now either. Hey, beholder. Yeah, what's up? Do you have like some bubble wrap or something? We want to preserve, make sure everything's all good. Like bubble wrap. You got any bubble wrap? No, I, no we're a football. We're, sorry, we're at Glen Bowl Stadium. We don't have uh, uh, some pads go. then, some helmets. I, well, I have a bunch of like pads and stuff. Yeah. Like, padding. Yeah, give me just like a bunch of pads. Yeah, I've got a bunch of foam pads. Let me go get them. Wait a second. Wait a second. If Daryl's dad's memories are in the bowl, is there a way we can commune with the memories in the bowl? Because all I'm saying is that Daryl's dad, Frank, if he had an encounter with Willie, he may know something that could help us in our quest. So, That's like, true. could we create another homunculus and put the memories of Daryl's dad into the homunculus and talk to Daryl's dad? Oh, man, I saw an anime about this. Oh, it doesn't end well. <laughs> what if Peyton was a dog? <laughs> well, what if we just pour some Gatorade in there and drink it? Ron's right. If we pour Gatorade into the bowl and drink the bowl, will we be able to have, like, some sort of, like, communion with Daryl's oh, dad's spirit? I know. I know. Okay, so, hey, Mr. Mustache. Yes. So, um... Buenos dias. You know how when you're <laughs> drinking some things and then you, you get, like, a milk mustache... Except uh, me, yes. Yeah, but if you're drinking something and you have an actual mustache, then the thing that you would get a milk mustache with goes on your actual mustache. So if I was drinking Gatorade with you on my face, that I would get Gatorade on my mustache, and maybe you could talk to the Gatorade or something, just sort of like like sort it out, just sort of uh, think about maybe the power of Dad that's in the Gatorade. I could attempt to commune with the aid, yes. <laughs> Glenn is like unscrewing and like pouring in various <laughs> neon flavors of Gatorade into this bowl. Okay. All right, here. Yeah, Ron, drink it up. It's all the flavors. This is a suicide. Is it? Or graveyard. I forget what. It's different regionally, I guess. <laughs> King's Cup. <laughs> so Ron drinks the Gatorade. Okay, so I will have Mr. Mustache roll Arcana. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Mustache rolled an 18 on Arcana. So... Just Ron here's like, Ugh, okay, all right. I'm I'm getting I'm getting notes. I'm getting flavor blasted. <laughs> I'm getting Baja. I'm getting <laughs> notes of electrolytes. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. What I'm getting is this like typhoon, this tsunami of memories that sort of just 
randomly swirl around with no agency, no intelligence directing them. It's just sort of a big stew of, of memories that are hitting me. It's, I see him playing football. I see him raising Daryl. I see him picking him up and cleaning his uh, scraped knee with rubbing alcohol. I see him crying at the birth of his daughter. I see him with his wife. I, I'm just seeing a bunch of, just a whole, woof, whoa, whole, whole life in one little sip of Gatorade, but it's, oh, it's fading now. Oh, okay. Wait, what did I say? So we just saw Ron drink some, Ron, did you see anything? Uh, yeah, I saw Frank with his wife. You saw Daryl's dad? Doing what? Yeah. Um, what was he doing? I hold a hand for a high five for Ron. <laughs> yeah. Ron, Ron high five slowly. <laughs> you just put your hand on his hand and yeah. then slowly drag clasp. it downward. Yes, like- clasp. Well, I feel like we could just have him in this bowl for us to lap up whenever we need, you know, to, to remember anything. Did you see anything about how he got taken by your dad. Did you see your dad? Let me roll again, because if you want, he can try to zero in on that stuff. Okay. Oh, he rolled badly anyway. Didn't see Willie. No, it just it saw good times, you know? Well, can I can I take a sip then? Be my guest. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here you go. Okay. I go ahead and I take a sip. Okay, roll Arcana. I should have poured it over him like the end of a... <laughs> I get plus zero. I got a seven. Okay, with a seven... You smell your dad's aftershave. You get a very strong Whoa. sense memory cool. of what it was like being around him as a kid. And that certainly stirs memories up for you. But you can't place the exact memories of your dad's that are in here. But you definitely get a sense of like your dad's essence is connected to this thing. I put it down and uh, I say, uh, yeah, that wasn't a good idea. I shouldn't have done that. Um, oh, dang, man. Are you OK? Grant goes, are you OK, dad? I mean, that's a lot. I mean, no, obviously, I smell my dad's aftershave. It's been a long time you know it took a while to get over it um yeah i don't know what to do here gents uh i got all these pads i think we preserved this bowl with this um this potion sort of like stew inside of it that by the way according to anthony is probably the buffest potion in the history of D because this single potion should give everybody every buff that he said that you get because i canonically poured all the sports drinks into it which are all the halftime buff things so we're gonna keep this motherfucker if he makes sure doesn't spill we're putting this on a fucking big gulp, and we're getting ready to fucking the chug this gulp. before every... Can we call every, it the big gulp? The big gulp. <laughs> yeah. We're going to keep this before every single fight we're about to go into for uh, the end of time, as far as I'm concerned, because this is a little gift from the DM he forgot about, so just throwing that out you there. You have Frankie's secret stuff. <laughs> Frankie's It's Frank's secret stuff, stuff now in this. So Glenn, like, you know, covers it up with, uh, with like, the football pads and, like, tapes around it so it, like, you know, the, the liquid doesn't slosh with, like, athletic tape and writes Frank's secret stuff on no, it. No, it's, it's like, great, because that means the liquid's going to now slosh up and hit the like sweaty, like crusty oh, pads oh. that have been used Ugh. by people before. It's going to have a little extra dad stank on it when you drink from oh, it next. Oh, no. So then I stand up and I look at Aaron. So you say there's a chance that we can take the soul out of Payton and we can keep Payton around. Yes, there's definitely a chance because it's what Willie did. Then that's what we're going to. We're not getting rid of you, Payton, and we're going to find a way to get my dad out of you. And you, you, your own, you are, <laughs> Sorry. You, you may have been my dad, but you, <laughs> nice Ron. <laughs> I just like side ironic. You said something to say? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, just a lot of laughter for a lot of stuff going on right yeah. now. That's cool. That's cool. I get it. It's something, you know, we all got to deal with this in our own way. Um, we're going to find a way to do this. We're not killing you, Peyton. And we're going to, you know, I think you are your own person right now. And we're going to find a way to get my dad out of here and get back without, without taking you out. Dang. All right. Thanks for the bowl. <laughs> No problem, I guess. Assholes, just don't come back. Why do you call us assholes? What the hell is that about? Because you made Glenbull not fun to watch. Man, get out of here. We won your stupid ass <laughs> games. It's not our fault that your rules suck. I don't care get about you being the you fragile baby, big dumb baby. Get out of here. Why don't you cry about your dad? I've been eavesdropping the whole time. I behold things. Daryl just looks down and cry about it. Cry about your dead dad, you big dumb stupid baby. You back off, Mr. Beholder, sir. This person is going through a lot right now, and we don't appreciate you making fun of him for having emotions. That's called toxic masculinity, and we shall bid you good day. 
I'm more making fun of him for not having emotions. He's not reacting. Well, really. then, oh, well, then you're going to dunk on him the second he yeah. does have emotions? You know, yeah. maybe, no, it's, maybe it's, that's it's part of the vicious cycle of, of toxic masculinity is that, you know, men, men aren't allowed to cry. And then when they do cry, we're like, oh, don't cry. And then we're like, why aren't you? Why do you suppress your emotions? Back off. That's my friend Daryl. Back off. I run Glenville. You came here looking for positive emotions and masculinity. You came to the wrong this place. This is why I never watch post-game shows. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, like, what? <laughs> well, yeah, I felt a certain way when I did the thing. And we're like, yeah, we saw you do the thing. <laughs> like, I want to have like a little like live, laugh, love poster that we sell now that just says, I bid the toxic masculinity. Good day. <laughs> so Hayden starts climbing up your body like it's a jungle gym. Daryl, and he goes, Daryl. That's Darryl. a line I'm going to use on somebody if, if quarantine goes on any longer. <laughs> oh, what's up, Hayden? He says, Daryl, come into my office. What? <laughs> what's up? Are you sure about the, the, cause look, I don't want to die, obviously. I can't die, probably. I'm sure it's like one of those natural laws. Sunsets, sunrises, pain don't die, all that stuff. But <laughs> she said that he took a soul out, right? And then he yeah. put the soul in me. Yeah. And then put the memory somewhere else. And you shake it all about. <laughs> you, do, you do the hokey pokey and you turn into yeah, an yeah. eight-year-old. But that means there's only one soul going anywhere. You could duplicate the souls, maybe, mm-hmm. to make a second me or something. But it's either me or your dad. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just freak. I'm a little. I'm a little freaking out. I'm freaking out a little bit. Yeah. And I don't. I don't want you to to make any decisions on my. Because look, look. I love. I love you guys. I'm just saying. I love you guys. You guys are. You guys are oh, like my group dad. Too, you guys weren't supposed to be eavesdropping, but that's fine. <laughs> Glenn wasn't eavesdropping. Glenn was just looking at his bowl of Frank's secret stuff and poking at it. Look, man, I think what I'm trying to do right now is not make a, a rash decision. I'll be honest. Like, the idea of, like, the little bit of memories I just had was a lot. Like, it'd be great to talk to my dad and, you know, I mean, you're, you're an amazing kid. And if you happen to be my, my big man, like, you know, and, and at some point, that's, that'll be awesome, too. But like you said, I'm a I don't. a big man no matter what. Well, I, I, you are. You're, you're a big guy. Big you're, you're, man. You're, you're the big kid. I big know what's up. Bully. Yeah. You know, if you feel like you want to just like dive in there and take these memories and then, then that's one thing. But otherwise, you know, we don't have to make that decision right now. It sounds like you might be a little freaked out, too. I'm a little freaked out. Yeah, I'm not I'm not yeah. in a place where I'm super sure if I want it or not. But yeah, like, I, I feel you like know. you guys know best. You're you're my dad's essentially. So whatever you decide is best, even if it makes me your dad. Man, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. Dad's on dad's man. Hey, it's, it's okay to not be sure about what you want to do right now. I think we got three other anchors we got to find. We got plenty to do. And, you know, I think we got a lot to learn still. And, and you know, whatever happens, you know, I'll be there for you and we'll, we'll figure this thing out. But this does mean that Peyton gets uh, included hey, Ron, in all. Peyton didn't want you to hear what he was talking about. It's too late now. It's, no, it's I heard fine. it, though. All right. And, and, okay. And, and, all right, everybody. I, j- jump in. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to jump in. I'm going to talk from over here. Just uh, listening <laughs> to, to you, bro. And then you, my dad, bro. <laughs> My uncle, bro. I don't think we're brothers. It's just Willie is a dick Uh, and I know him. Yeah, bro. Anyways, what I was saying is that because we're all bros and because we're all dads, uh, Peyton gets a a free invite to any and all dad huddles from here on out. Oh, fuck yeah. Dad does check out. (laughs) Dad unfortunately does check out. That's true. I I guess you're in dad huddles now, Peyton. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Am I going with you on every adventure or do you want me to stay behind now? Uh, (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Let me ask you this. And I hold up the knife. I was like, can you handle this like an adult now? Because you're an adult. Uh, his mouth waters like, I can handle it. Yeah. I can, I'm an adult. <laughs> he wipes his mouth. I'm, I'm your dad. How does Glenn feel about that? Let me ask you a question, Peyton. Just a hypothetical. Let's say you had this knife out. You were, you were carving, you know, something with a twig, you know, making it sharp, making a little sharp stick for yourself. Real sharp. And Glenn walks past you and kind of leans down to tie his shoes and you see his nice uh, ankles there without Ooh. any protection. What would you do? Oh, they're calling to me. What would you do? And I'm holding it. I'm like looking at, huh? He's going to make a uh, a wisdom roll. (laughs) (laughs) So he, uh, he goes, is, is he hiccuping? Yes. Let's say I am. What? Why? Either way. Why is that relevant to what? (laughs) Because it was just a scarab and a curious hiccup. So what I would do is I would very cobbly put the knife down. I would walk over to him. And then I would take the sharpened thing that I've been sharpening with the knife and I would stab him in the head with it to cure him of his hiccup. I fold the I've knife. grown. I wouldn't be using the knife. I've grown. There's one step forward and two steps back. I fold the knife. I go, oh, how dare you? How dare Out of spite, I'm just going to throw myself off a cliff now. No, oh my no, gosh. No, you're not. I'm going to break that supper bowl over my knee and then get all the authority okay, that okay, I have to talk buddy. about your embarrassing okay. poopies that you did as a child. I'm going to tell all your friends about it. Okay, baby. But talk about all the I think it's clear that you're not ready for this knife right now. 
now. How dare you? <laughs> I fold it up. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you have subscriptions that you forgot about. I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for. You're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click. And they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. You just submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money, for those of you who don't know, personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap. If you see something you don't want, you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers. And their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month so you can see where your habits are, see how you're doing, see how the trend lines are going. They can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies, rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. Kiwico. It's summertime. You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone no, outside. What, never gone. What, well, uh, not, in, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson, when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. My God. Oh. I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up. That is pinball. Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? I'm looking at this marble oh, roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt is the parent in the room here. Yeah. Keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh my God. Really screens easy make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do activities oh and like, look, you got a whole range, but you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things. You're like these activities this is going to last until my kids in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. KiwiCo does like, that. I already like, all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. KiwiCo's doing that legwork for you, so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized. You'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get twenty percent off on your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com/slash/summerdaddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. Good. That's really Twenty percent off your summer. Summer Adventure at Kiwi, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Summer Daddies. One word, Summer Daddies. Folks, I think we've done all we could here. I think it's Are we just we still sitting on the field, set. the football yeah. field? <laughs> it's it's yeah. empty because everyone's left. So I think it's time yeah, to get out of this stadium. And we should probably get going. We kind of got what we came for. Hey, uh, Grant, did you want to say bye to Yeet or anything? You say that to Grant and he's looking forlornly at the entrance to the locker rooms that the hotties went into. And he kind of just turns around and he goes, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I think I'm good. No, okay. Hey, hotties. Uh, good game. Oh, we got to do the high fives and stuff, though. Yeah, we simply we have to. do the high five. Yeah, they didn't high five us. Uh, uh, I'm going to read the room. It didn't seem like they were super into high fiving us when they left. I think, you know, uh, I think with this one time we could kind of, you know, maybe the not. The beholder goes like, oh, they didn't do the high five thing. Do you want me to bring them out? I can bring them out for the high five thing. Well, the only thing is I would say, Henry, we could give them... We could give them some money. They seem like they really were trying to get money 
for important, you know, like for that's their family. True. That stuff. checks out. That checks out. Oh, we could do point. that. Yeah, we oh, could. Man, what a good guy. Great. Yeah. Do you think we should maybe do that? I'll probably just uh, go get a Mountain Dew. I go. Okay. Cool. Dad huddle. Okay. Peyton immediately jumps in and goes, "Guys, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling the energy. This yep. is. I could get used to this. Good to have you here, bro. Hey, Aiden, I just here. want you to understand that in this dad huddle, I'm hoping that the responsibility of being in a dad huddle will help you kind of, you know, grow up a little bit. Yeah, well, because nobody in this dad huddle would stab anybody else with a stick <laughs> with anything. I mean, mugging Peyton the whole time. <laughs> I'm hoping that your uh, expectations get a little bit lower and that we all end up <laughs> sort of happy with where I currently am. So we'll just sort of see how that plays out. Uh, how about you guys go ahead and get the money to the hotties over there, and then uh, I'm gonna go talk to Grand. Is that cool? Sure, sure, sure. How much are we thinking? Was there a prize money? What do we get? I don't know what, like forty gold. How does this work here? Hey, beholder, how much do you normally get if you win the money? How much do you normally get? Hundo gold. Sure, why not? Hey, beholder, how much does like a house cost in this world? Uh, pretty solid house cost, like. Like what? Like what? What kind of guy are you looking for? <laughs> I also I'm a realtor on the side. Something with a nice school district, like around here, like three bedrooms, you know. Uh, in Balls Deep, a three bedroom will set you back about six hundred gold. Markets on the rise. It's more of it. It's definitely a buyer's market right now. Usually, average is around twenty five hundred, but the economy has not been great. Okay, so like this is that doesn't sound like a good business decision. Uh, okay, I mean, it seems like we have enough money. So yeah, let's give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Seems only fair. I did lose a lot of money already on betting on the wrong. We teams. still got the deck of main things. We still got plenty of stuff. Like I don't think we're we have not. All right, yeah, let's we'll go kick him some gold. You know, Daryl's hanging back with Grant. Is that what's going on? Yeah, I was gonna go talk to Grant over there. He looks. Uh, I just look. He's just walking across the field. I'm assuming. Yeah, so just like, the Charlie Brown music playing. <laughs> so the beholder goes. Everybody back out on field for the high five part. You didn't do the high five part. That's bad sportsmanship. You know I hate that shit. Come on, come on. All the hotties come back out. The shark sadly flapping around irritatedly, like bumping his nose against his glass and his astronaut helmet and stuff like that. And Yeet is leading the team with his hand out, just rolling sadly past you guys. He goes, good game. Good, good game. game. Good, good game. game. Hey, Yeet, man, you're a champion. Don't let this keep you down, buddy. Good game, guys. Uh-huh. Good game. Ryan goes through and says, pleasure doing business with you. Pleasure doing business with you. Pleasure doing business with you. Are you handing like a business card to every one of them? Yeah, for sure. So when we get to the end of the line, Henry's like, hey, guys, come over here a second. We feel real bad. You know, like this was about, you know, this quest that we're on, but we know you guys are doing this for like some real reasons too. So we wanted to give this to you. And I hand him like the bag full of the money. So he takes it into his hands, weighs it, hands it to Killa. And she's like, that's a lot. That's the normal prize money. It's like we just, it's like we would have won anyway. And Yeet says, like, yeah, but it's not. We didn't win. We lost. That stings more than anything. I don't know if I take failure money. Yeah, we could do that thing where, like, we put our hands up and form an arch and you guys, like, run under <laughs> it. What would that change? We still lost. But then it would be like 2468, you know, who do we appreciate? You, you guys. Look, we do that when we beat the other team. And every time I feel like, woof, this is condescending. They got to know we don't really appreciate them. They got to know we disrespect them in their own house. That's a good point. <laughs> I was always so disingenuous as a kid. I totally forgot that that was a thing. Man, I'm stung by that. Like, like literally, I survived without remembering that for years and years. I remember one year my soccer team was so bad that we won, like, in the entire league, best sportsmanship, which I'm like, this is a way of saying that we (laughs) were the most gracious losers. Losers We all knew it. We all knew it. We were at the pizza party being like, this is... This sucks, right? It's like, like you know who's sucks. never won the best sportsmanship? The winning team. So you know it's a bullshit trophy. By the way, how obnoxious would that be? It's like they win champion and also they win best sportsmanship. Best sportsmanship. By the way, by definition, they are the most improved. Like they were pretty good and then they won the whole they thing. They won. By definition, they won it. So they must be pretty good. Fucking A. So like, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. We don't really have like sportsmanship trophies or anything like that, but we do have money, which is actually better than a trophy if you think about it. Hmm. How about this? How about you keep your money, you keep your failure money, but in return, we get a rematch at a time and place of our choosing. You got it. Deal. That sounds like good business. And a different sport that's better on podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying that will, will yeet again. (laughs) Wow. Don't know where, don't know when. Don't you forget about yeet. (laughs) (laughs) He says, yeah, one day at some time. We'll come back with our best two out of three match. Maybe not when you expect it, but okay. definitely when you need it. Oh, I like the thing that he leads the team off and as he's going off the football field, he puts his hand up, his fist up, and it freeze frames. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Way out. <laughs> Just he freeze frames that the other four members of the team continue going into the locker room. And they're like, this movie doesn't hold up well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out it says some problematic stuff about femininity. <laughs> Glenn getting to keep all the money silently fist bumps and says, sucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Glenn goes back to Daryl and was like, yeah, he took the money. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Grant is walking to the, the Mountain Dew machine and pressing the button and no soda is coming out. And he just starts hitting the machine lightly at first and then harder and harder and harder. And then it, at a certain point, it becomes obvious it's not about getting the soda. I go, hey, hey, I don't think, uh, hey, let me try, let me, let me try my dollar bill. Is this dollar bill machine? How does this? Takes gold coins. Here, let's, let's sit down, but I don't think we need a soda right now. Yeah, okay. And he sits. I sit down next to him. Hey, uh, grand kiddo, you want to, you want to tell me what happened last night? Uh, uh, yeah, I hung out with Yeet and, uh, yeah, no, I just didn't, it, it wasn't, it, eh, he's not, uh, not, not for, uh, not for, not for me. I'm good. I'm, it's, uh, we're fine. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm fine. How are you? Are you, are you, are you, you, there's a lot going on with your dad, your, your whole thing and Peyton. That's weird. How are you? Yeah. I mean, you can, you can tell there's a lot going on right there. Um, look, I mean, we can, you know, I, I'll tell you what you, what you want if you want to hear something from me, but you know, I'm, I'm here for you and I want to, you know, it's been, it's been wild and there's been a lot going on and, and, you know, I'll just say that personally, I feel like I, I feel like I've seen a change since, since that fortnight where you went into the, I don't know what they call it, but that big bird thing was pretty wild. Chimera. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I only thought of that cause, uh, you know, I, I went hunting with my dad and I shot an animal and I, and I know that was, uh, you know, it was, it was a little tough. It was mostly just, you know, kind of really the first experience I had with death. Um, but yeah, you haven't been in the same since then. It's been, it's been tough that we haven't had the time to talk and, you know, we got the time right now. So I just want to know what's going on with you. So, you, you said, uh, actually, roll perception. Uh, 15. So with a 15, you noticed that when you said, oh, it was a little hard, and you play off the hunting incident, he kind of looks away with an air of irritation. And he goes, no, I, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it, was a, it was a little hard. It was a... Uh, well, hey, gotta, I, look, when I was saying I wasn't trying to compare, my point was I was trying to say that I think if I went through what you did... I don't know how I would have been. I would have wanted to talk to my dad about it because my dad was there for me when I shot, you know, my first animal and, 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 you know, maybe it's just all things considered. It was a learning experience for me and I can't quite remember exactly what it was like back then, but you know, it was hard, but I think it was a little hard because I got to talk to my dad about it. So I, you know, I want you to know that you can talk to me and I want to hear what, what happened. So his irritation turns into something kind of like, he just like kind of scowls and like closes his eyes and just is rubbing his forehead. He's like, what does hard look like to you even? What does that mean? I saw you vomit and shit. I saw you learn that your dad is all the, and like, it just doesn't, it seems like water off of like a, off a I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. A duck. Thanks, <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> back of a duck. That's what, okay. All right. Sorry. Just counting money. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Glenn comes back over to the bush where Rod and Henry are hiding. He's like, How's it going? Did you buy the duck thing? <laughs> um, look, uh, I mean, what's hard for me? I mean, this, no, this is this is hard. But you know, I'm. You don't have to judge what you're feeling based off of of how I'm feeling. You know, when you grow older, things are things are a little different, and you know, I might feel things a little less than I used to because uh, of you know just things that have happened in my life, and I don't think. Just because you see me act a certain way doesn't mean that that's the correct way to act. And this has definitely been hard. And it's it's you know, and I wish I there if, if there's people around or if your 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 mom was here, you know, I would I would talk to her. Um, but I'm I'm honestly just trying to get through all this and get us back home safe. Um, so I don't want you to be looking at me to think like that's the way. Don't worry about how I'm feeling in terms of knowing how you're feeling. That's why I'm here to talk to you about it. Uh, role persuasion. That's a five. Oh. Okay. By the way, Glenn <laughs> off in the distance is noodling around on the guitar and is like singing um, uh, Cat in the Cradle and hopefully is giving our good friend Daryl here a little bardic inspiration from afar. Bardic inspiration is what, D4? Uh, one D8 that he can choose to add. Oh, D8. Alright, so I rolled a six, so that would still only be an 11. It's like in Little Mermaid when they sing to her while, the, while they sing to the prince. Like, sha, sha, la, 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 yes. la, don't stop now. You gotta tell your feels. You got to love your son. Wow, wow. There's some real bard moves there. You know what I'm saying? Sebastian it. was the bard trying to give bardic inspiration in Little Mermaid. <laughs> Grant just goes, uh, yeah, no, no I, I, I get it. Tell you what, Grant, I'm not gonna force you to talk to me. It's, it's you know, I, I trust you and... You're, deal, you're obviously dealing with a lot, Ed, and I know I can't push you, but 
I am worried that maybe I'm, I'm worried that maybe I'm not doing this the right way for you to feel open. So I'll tell you what, if you, if there's anything you want to ask me, I will tell you, honestly, I will tell you the truth because I'm always going to tell you the truth. And when I'm not telling you things, it's, it's not, I'm not trying to lie and I'm not even trying to avoid it. I'm just doing what I think is, is best and trying to protect you from certain things right now. But maybe that's just not doing it. Um, and my dad always talked to me. So if there's something that's holding you back, you know, ask me and I'll tell you anything. Uh, roll persuasion again. That one is uh, 17. So with 17, he scratches, his, uh, he scratches his cheek and he cocks his head. And he says, okay. So when I was talking to Yeet the other night, he said something that I wanted to ask you about. He said that he was feeling like... Uh, like, uh, like, like he couldn't feel anything mm-hmm. like there was nothing. But when he was, when he was like in certain situations, he would feel something and it would make him be like, Oh cool. I'm here. Like I'm real. And that was, uh, kind of scary to him. And he didn't, uh, and he didn't really feel like he could talk to anybody about it. Cause nobody else knew how it felt mm-hmm. to feel that way. And I was like, yeah, my dad definitely has never felt that way, I feel like. And like, have you ever, has that ever, I don't know, it's stupid. I don't, it, it, well, I feel, you know what, forget feel, it. No, I mean, to feel numb or, or that you can't say anything to anybody? Like, yeah, like there's not, like you're not there. Like you were there and now you're not. That's like a thing that Yeet has. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't speak to, to Yeet, but like, of course, I think that's something that everybody, like... I mean, you look, I mean, one of the greatest regrets I have is like, you never got to meet your grandpa. And, you know, I don't know if you ever know exactly how, you know, you've heard some stories about how your and your, your mom and your dad got together. But I, you know, there's a reason why your dad never graduated college. Like it was hard when my dad died. I didn't know how to handle it. Um, He died, you know, he had cancer and he was slipping away. He had brain cancer and I didn't want to go to college. Um, but, you know, he told me he was strong and he was going to make it. And when I was there freshman year, um, he went back to work. He wasn't supposed to go back to work, but I think he was just tired of being stuck inside. And um, he had, you know, he shouldn't have been there. Uh, and and he slipped and he wasn't ready and, and he died. And I wasn't there. And I told my mom I didn't want to go to college. And, yeah, I mean, I was shut down. I didn't know how to feel for the longest time. Um, and that's, it's normal. I think there's a lot of things that happen to people that you don't know how to feel. I don't know what's happened to Yeet. This world's crazy. I mean, there's like people are going into slavery when they're young kids. So God, I can't even imagine what's happened to Yeet. Um, but what absolutely. Made you, what made that go away? When did you, when did you stop feeling like that? I mean, your mom. I mean, that's why we're together. Oh, and he immediately starts crying, not sobbing, but just like tears streaming yeah. down his face. Just immediately. I grab him and uh, tears start going down Daryl's face too. I go, yeah, it's, you know, she's, she's the best woman in the world. She knew. And, you know, honestly, sometimes I feel like, you know, if I feel like I'm not good enough, I, I wonder sometimes maybe she just stays stuck here because she was, oh, I shouldn't say it. like, you're too young for that. But your mom loves me very much. And I love her very much. And yeah, she's the reason I got, I got through it. And it's, you know, it's never gone which is why right now I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should talk to my dad or, or you know, the f- fact that he could be here in some reason. But look, you know, life's never going to get easier. Life isn't easy. But as long as you got people around that love you and I love you, um, you know, you'll, you'll be able to get through it. You just got to hang on to the positive stuff. Grant nods at you and uh, doesn't wipe away tears and he goes, Th- thanks. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, I love you too. Yeah. Hey, you want to, you mind if I just, you want to just like stay here and just like, like I'm kind of like crying too. It's like you want to just like cry for a little bit. I'm, I'm I don't want to. I think Glenn or definitely Ron would make fun of us. No, I'm, I'm gonna cry. Okay. Wait, are we still behind the bush? <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say you hear a massive snotty teary yeah. sniffle <laughs> come out of the bushes, and then you hear Henry go fuck. Oh, I roll my eyes. I go, God damn! I did not want Henry to hear all this. <laughs> hey, Henry, you want to come cry too? 
It's so beautiful. And then Henry just bursts into tears and hugs Daryl. Sorry, I'll just, just, I'll be, I'll be quick. I'll be quick. And I just hug Daryl. No, I'm like, okay. I love you, man. I'm so happy for you too. I'm going to go away now. Then, and, and then, then Henry you hear like away. a, you hear like a sob choked, uh, Ron, like sort of like say, I would not make fun of this. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks, Ron. Hey, Ron, you know, I, I don't know if we are brothers, but like you are my brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> I put my fist out. Glenn's just at the twenty yard line, just like throwing the ball to nobody, and like kind of trying to wipe his eyes, but he's just like throwing the ball, and just like picking the ball, just like just practicing, just practicing, man. You know, what I think we need, and I pull out the magical barbecue that we haven't ever used. I go, I think, I think we should just grill up. Grant, you hungry? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm always hungry. Yeah, I'll, I would eat. I would eat. Hell yeah! What's your favorite steak? Uh, t-, t bone, t for t for Grant. Hey, you guys want to go get us some? <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> you guys want to go get us some steaks and we'll cook these up? Sure. No, I mean everybody else. I was gonna say, hey guys, can you just all run off and get food real quick? I'm just gonna say a quick thing to Grant. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. Come on, guys, yeah, let's no, go get guys, some. Let's- you guys, take, you guys take all the time in the world, bro. <laughs> we'll go throw some gold at some of the people tailgating. Hopefully, they're not too pissed at us for making their sports, which sucks. All right, yeah, you know, but we're gonna go find like a local farmers market or something and get some nice okay. grass fed beef. So I feel a little less bad about it, and uh, we'll get some organic veggies. Yeah, you know, maybe you guys could finally try couscous. Maybe they have couscous here, and I've been dying for you guys to try couscous. Let's go. We could do asparagus, right, Henry? Oh, yeah. And then our people smell great. Girls. <laughs> hey, Henry, I would mean to ask you, what's the deal with asparagus? The big ones are bad, but the small ones are good. It's all about how you roast them, Glenn. You got to get a little ah. olive oil on there, a little salt, a little pepper. There's this great website called Bon Appetit, and I'm pretty sure nothing bad has happened there <laughs> since we've been in the forgotten realms. <laughs> <laughs> And then it trails off as we go looking for food. I just go, uh, hey, Grant, you know, sorry everybody kind of showed up. But I just want you to know is you don't, it doesn't have to be fixed right now. And and, and um, if you ever want to talk again and you just need to, you just need me to be there, like, it's, it's not a one-time thing. Okay? Okay. Hey, I love you. Well, I love you too. I, and I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate it. All right. Let's, let's go. Uh, I don't want to eat nothing but couscous. So let's kind of get over <laughs> yeah. there. And I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. We got some red meat. So let's do this thing. Yeah, so I walk yeah. off and I follow them. I put my arm around his shoulder too. His shoulders tense up, but he doesn't. Oh, you too old. You too old for your big man. Oh, too God, old for your big do man. Don't do I try this, to hold Dad. his hand. Oh, do you want to hold? You want to hold my hand? I don't want to hold your hand. That's even worse. <laughs> All right, piggyback ride. Don't even tell. Not, him. I grab I don't him. Get... I throw him up on my shoulder. No, eagle. No. Come on, put the eagle. I start uh, sprinting with him. No, and the second you start sprinting with him, Yeet Bigley comes back out of the, uh, oh, the locker rooms. No. And he goes, Dad, 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 no, 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 put me down. Dad, no, 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 Dad, 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 I can't put down champion. I start spinning. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he just face palms with both of his hands as you just spin him around. And he goes, like, I'm, we can never come back here, Dad. Dad, we can never come back. I, mean, I can't even hear him because I think I'm screaming too loud. But then I stop right there. I was like, oh, wait, did he actually want to talk to Yeet? <laughs> no, I it's just I didn't want him to seem. Oh, do you want me to go fine. back or should I keep going this way? Geese, just keep going. Keep going and do not look back. Okay, I start running after everybody again. <laughs> By the way, there's a little post-credit scene for this episode, so you should probably stick around. Actually, there's always a post-credit scene. It's like a little blooper thing. It's great. It's a lot of laughs. It's a lot of fun. Something that doesn't make it into the episode. Uh, you should be sticking around. Why aren't you sticking around? You can't hear me talk about how this show is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong, as Glenn Close. The theme song and outro is All Right by Maxton Waller. This show, by the way, is supported by a Patreon full of people who put all of you freeloaders on their back. So if you do see them on the street, give them like an appreciative nod. People like Eric Whitworth, who, as I am told, is 20,000 leagues under the sea right now. Play Gono, Eric Ortiz, Holger Anderson, Connor Alexander Bevins, Brez Fez, Pete Whitehead. 
Brila Blue, Craig Elder, Jonathan Knapp, and Dobton. We got a big old list of bonus content we're working on at the moment. We have the Rocks Rock EP, which we've been talking about, and it should be wrapping up the next few weeks or so. We're probably going to give you a little taste of that madness on this podcast, so keep out in the air for that. We have a Walter and Payton adventure where Anthony will play Walter and Payton, and the rest of us will be some sort of Hydra DM. We have a Star Wars adventure. It's just, just a whole slew of good gumbo cooking. And when that stuff comes out, it'll go to all of our Patreon supporters at every level, and that's on top of the boatloads of bonuses Patreon supporters already have access to. If you want in on this action, that's at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddads. But let's say you don't want in on that action. That's fine, I guess. Head on over to dungeonsanddaddies.com. Get in on that merch action instead. We just restocked a bunch of pins and stickers. The You Are Enough As You Are pin is also back in stock. And we were able to make a nearly $2,000 donation over to NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, because of the sales of that pin. So check out the store, check out our Twitter at Dungeons and Dads, and check out our subreddit at r slash Dungeons and Daddies. By the way, this episode title comes from another podcast called Talking Sons. It's a Dungeons and Daddies fan cast. They even occasionally have us on as guests. They talk about episodes as they come out. So if you're looking for a way to fill a daddy-shaped hole in your heart, check out Talking Sons, their podcast. You can Google it. You're old enough to figure that out. Next episode's coming at you July 21st. We will see you then. There was a time when you could read between the lines You know they never brought you down Never brought you down as the sun sets over the town of Balls Deep, <laughs> you share a nice meal, and somebody tells a, a stupid joke, and Grant permits himself. Oh, I got one. What's I the got stupid one. joke? <laughs> All right, Glenn, go. Glenn goes like, hey, guys, <laughs> this is a good one for the kids. Pro- yeah, yeah. How old are you again, Grant? I'm 12. Yeah, you'll like this one. <laughs> uh, why does uh, Ariel from The Little Mermaid wear seashells? Uh, I, I don't know. It's because uh, B shells are too small and D shells are too big. Quinn, <laughs> oh, <Glenn>. <laughs> get it? <laughs> yeah, no, I get I'm it. Sorry, do you, do you get so, it? Grant just grimaces like a, "ew, that's gross." But even that, Daryl can notice is more emotion <laughs> that he's that more something uh, positive that he's uh, expressed. It's at least it's something. There's clearly another joke that somebody else told that wasn't that bad that he laughed at is what you're saying. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's a good joke. What do you mean? It's because it's a classic like a joke. joke. It's a classic joke, man. It's a good joke. I don't think that B shells are too small. No, he's saying four A. <laughs> yeah, mansplain the titty joke to Beth. <laughs> All right. Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect? Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you've got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and give it to your mom. There's a big scroll that you're like, I got to take a picture of that. (laughs) (laughs) Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal, the singer, on there if you want. They allow you to share display. You can buy a bunch of these and put other, like, stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload <laughs> and share Make a goon room photos. your mom's comfortable walking into. <laughs> <laughs> Via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I preloaded my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter just, what, you win. I'm just being silly i have great photos on my aura frames and i love it it's so a there. great mother's day gift this year beth you could give mom- i already did i did it for last month yeah, i got one did, for my mom too you moms did, fucking love moms it. love this moms shit so me for aura from grandmothers to new mothers aunts and even the friends in your life every mom loves an that's aura like frame. a goon room that- for a mom is just name the best digital photo frame by wire cutter and select go in there and you see how long you can go without calling your kids <laughs> and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages Right now Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com To get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame That's A-U-R-A Frames.com Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save Terms and conditions apply 
Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh wow! I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Most of the time, when we talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears because that would be that a would have been a smarter a move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, well because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to disgusting a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi. Fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Hayas pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D. B12. 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 That one came out weird. That was freshly here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D. B12. That's why this is the higher. Oh, we're going to zinc. Folate. Vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say imagine. that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, I'm too my pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal. Deal is one for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H HayaHealth.com slash daddies and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.